Well, happy September, everybody. It's good. it's good to be with you this morning. But seriously, Merry Christmas. So uh, it's great that we're still in this Christmas season, and we will be for a couple more weeks, actually. So the Christmas season starts on Christmas Day and then lasts for weeks after that. So we're still in this Christmas season. We're still in this time of joy, rejoicing, um, peace, calm, hopefully, and um, uh, spending this time with Jesus and welcoming, welcoming him among us. So we can still say Merry Christmas for a couple more weeks, up until January 12th. So let's, uh, let's keep that going. And today we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Family. So this is always what we celebrate on the first Sunday after Christmas. We have all of these readings today that speak to us about family life and about the relationships within our families. And the second reading we have today is from St. Paul, his letter to the Colossians, and we have this sort of famous or maybe infamous reading, um, wives be subordinate to your husbands, husbands love your wives. And I know this is one of those readings that can cause tension, maybe, and the temptation is to say, well, let's just skip over that one, you know, let's not talk about that one. You know, maybe it makes us angry and we say, well, I don't agree with that and so I'm not going to listen to it. Or maybe we say to ourselves, well, St. Paul said that 2,000 years ago, different time, it doesn't apply to us anymore, I'm not going to listen to that. But brothers and sisters, these would be the wrong approaches. That's incorrect for us to do. Because if scripture is what we believe it to be, the word of God given to us by the Holy Spirit in an inerrant way, we understand that every part of scripture has something to tell us. There's no parts of scripture that we should uh, reject or be afraid of or run away from. And so, as your shepherd today, I think it would be wrong of me to run away from this reading and to skip over it today. So I want to go through it. I want to try and understand what St. Paul is actually saying. I'm going to say some difficult things today, but I promise I'm saying this with all charity and humility in my heart to help us understand the beauty, actually, of what this reading means to us. And so let me start this morning with things that I'm not saying today, all right? Two very important things that I'm not saying in this homily. First thing is that men are somehow more important than women or have more dignity uh, or, or a, a better place or something than women do in the church. That's not true. That's not what St. Paul is saying. That's not what I'm saying today. All of us are created in the image and likeness of God, whether you're male or female. And because of that, we have dignity. We all have equal dignity, equal importance in the eyes of God. And so first thing again that I'm not saying is that men are more important than women or anything like that. Right? Second thing I'm not saying is that wives somehow have to be servants or slaves to their husbands. That you're somehow subject to every wish or whim of your husband all of the time. That's not what St. Paul is saying. That's not what I'm saying today. All right? So let's just get those fears out of there right away. And let's dive into what St. Paul is actually saying in this reading. St. Paul, by saying these things, is not setting up some sort of value structure. Rather, he's setting up an authority structure. And so let's think of it this way. As families, your family is in the image of the Trinity. So we understand that the Trinity is Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three persons, one God, a community of persons living together in a bond of love. 
your family is father, mother, children, living together in a community of love. In the Trinity, it's father and son, and the love between them produces another person, the Holy Spirit. In your family, it's father and mother, and the love between them produces another person, or persons, as the case may be. And so we see that the family is, in fact, an image of God himself. And in the Trinity, there is actually an authority structure. So I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but Jesus says in the Gospels, I came not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me, the Father's will. And when we're here at Mass, if you've ever noticed, almost all of the prayers are directed to God the Father. And so when I hold up the chalice and the patent here in a little bit, I'll say, through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. When we come here, we're offering the sacrifice of Jesus Christ to the glory of God the Father. And now this isn't to say that somehow one person of the Trinity is more important or more divine or more dignified or anything like that. It's simply the authority structure that exists within God himself. And so we shouldn't be surprised then, brothers and sisters, that since our families are in the image of the Trinity, a similar authority structure exists within our families. And so men and women are different. I know that's a controversial thing to say these days, but it's true. We know that to be true. Men and women are different. Husbands and wives are different. Mothers and fathers are different and have different roles. So let's take what St. Paul says to, to husbands first. We understand that this is actually the harder directive that St. Paul is giving in this reading. It says, husbands, love your wives as Jesus Christ loves the church. How does Jesus Christ love the church? It's right there. When St. Paul says, husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church, he's saying, husbands, be ready to give everything for your wife. Be ready to lay down your life for her, to love her with everything that you have. And so, husbands, if I said to you today, are you willing to lay down your life right now for your wife? Hopefully, the answer rolls off your tongue and you say, yes, absolutely. I would do that in a second. But then what if I asked you, husbands, are you willing to give your life for your wife every day? Are you willing to sacrifice yourself for the good of your wife and your family every single day? Because that's what the call of marriage is. Husbands, you are called to be the spiritual leaders of your family. You are called to love your wife and your children with everything that you have. With a self-sacrificial love. You're called to deny your own wants, your own desires, your own needs at times for the good of your family. You're called to love with a heroic love, with the love of Jesus Christ on the cross. That should be inspiring to you. And wives, if your husband is loving you in this way, why would you not want to follow him to Jesus Christ? Why would you not want to be subordinate to that mission? Why would you not want to be with him on that? And so the key that unlocks this whole thing is that we remember that 
Our vocation in family life is to get each other to heaven. Fathers, husbands, your job is to get your wife and your children to heaven. Mothers, wives, your job is to get your husband and your children to heaven. Children, your job is to get your parents to heaven and each other to heaven. How about that? And when we keep things framed in that lens, we see that this is actually a very beautiful structure that St. Paul gives us. Children, you're called to be obedient to your parents. Mothers, you have authority over your children. Fathers, you have authority over the whole family. And all of you are meant to get each other to heaven. That's beautiful. That's how a family is meant to operate. That's how families are in the image of the Trinity itself. What an amazing thing that is. And so we shouldn't run away from this, but rather we should dive into it and understand that St. Paul gives us these prescriptions, these directives for our own good. And so let's take this another layer deeper as well. Since men and women are different, it shouldn't surprise us that original sin affects us differently. When the original sin had them, uh, when the original sin happened of Adam and Eve, that concupiscence, that temptation towards sin affects men and women differently. And so as St. John Paul II says, after the fall, we became masters of suspicion. Men became dominators, women became manipulators. And okay, I understand that this is not fun to hear about ourselves, but we should understand that St. Paul gives us these directives to undo the tendencies within us. If you're a man and you hear St. Paul, okay, love with a self-sacrificial love, you should say, okay, I understand that my tendency is to be a dominator or to objectify or to use women. And so if I want to undo that, I'm going to love like Jesus Christ. Great, I'm going to practice that. If you're a woman and you hear St. Paul say, say, wives, be subordinate to your husbands, you should say, okay, I understand that my tendency is to undermine the authority of my husband or to be a manipulator or something along those lines. And you say, okay, I'm going to practice obedience because that's what undoes that tendency within my heart. And again, we shouldn't run away from these things, but realize that these things are for our good. St. Paul gives us these directives because they help our families. They help us live in the ways that we're supposed to live. They give us healthy families. And so I know that there are plenty of you out there who maybe are missing one of these parts of your family, whether it's father or mother or children. And that's not ideal, but you can still live as a community of persons together in a bond of love. And in that way, you're still an image of the Trinity. You can still do your best to fulfill those roles to the best of your ability and spread the love of Jesus Christ into the world by the way that you live that in your families. And so, brothers and sisters, trust me, I know that this is a totally countercultural message. I know that the world will never tell you these things. This is totally opposite to the spirit of the world. But the spirit of the world is a spirit of lies. The directives that were given by St. Paul are given through the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth. And for that reason, we should be open to them. 
We should listen to them, and we should live these things out to the best of our abilities. So let's not be afraid to be the families that Jesus Christ calls us to be. Let's not be afraid to live this out and be truly an image of the Trinity in the world. Again, that's a beautiful thing. Let's not be afraid to live love in our families, brothers and sisters, and preach the gospel of love of Jesus Christ wherever we go.